98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines, Hong Kong University's Professor Malik Paris says reigning in the Omicron variant of the coronavirus in the SAR is quite a challenge. A microbiologist says the Omicron variant can cause more serious complications and kill more vulnerable people than the common cold. And police have urged people not to visit the popular Mongkok flower market. The University of Hong Kong Chair of Virology, Professor Malik Paris, says it may be necessary to boost existing anti-COVID measures to bring the Omicron variant under control in the SAR. Professor Paris was speaking a day after health officials announced that they had found at least 170 COVID cases in Kwachung Estate, where two buildings have been put under five-day lockdowns. Speaking on an RTHK program, he called the task of controlling Omicron quite a challenge. There's no doubt that uh, this is quite a challenge. I mean, uh, particularly because the variant, the Omicron variant we know, is much more transmissible than previous uh, yeah. variants we have dealt with. So uh, to bring this under control is, is going to be a, a challenge. And I think um, um, it, it is going to take a number of months and, and may take may require even enhancing the levels of uh, public health and social uh, restriction measures we now have, at least for a short period. A microbiologist from the University of Hong Kong has said the severity of Omicron should not be downplayed. Dr. Jesper Chan said experiments on human tissue and mice showed Omicron causes less damage than the original COVID-19 virus and earlier variants, such as Delta. But he said that Omicron can still cause more serious complications and kill more vulnerable people than the common cold. If you look at the clinical data from susceptible groups in terms of severe disease and death, Omicron is still much higher. So I do not think that we can uh, say that, oh, it has now evolved into just a common cold virus. Not yet, I think. But uh, there is some hope because we can see that it is along this trajectory of evolution. So it is now getting milder. It is more adaptable to human-to-human transmission. And so the virus is very smart and it will be able to live among uh, human while not killing us. So that is eventually what is probably going to be achieved. But at this stage, not yet. Police have urged the public to avoid visiting the Mongkok flower market in light of the worsening COVID outbreak. The force said crowd and traffic control measures will be adopted near the flower market from Thursday to next Tuesday, the first day of Lunar New Year. Superintendent Ho Siu Kai, the assistant district commander of Mongkok, says more officers will also be stationed in the area to monitor the situation. We will take into account the uh, prevailing crowd situation. We would not like to see or have a situation when it is becoming overcrowded within the uh, flower market, which may lead to issues of uh, public safety, traffic issues, and the heightened risk of uh, spread of the pandemic. To the public, I would like to appeal to them that we are having a serious COVID-19 pandemic situation. So for the sake of your own health and that of others, Please avoid going to crowded places. The government has requested its departments and bureaus to reduce the number of staff working in the office starting from tomorrow in response to the ongoing COVID-19 outbreak. It said departments have been asked to maintain basic public services, adding staff may be allowed to take turns to work from home, but warned that some public services may be reduced temporarily. The authorities also urged private companies to allow their staff to work from home. 
Cafe Pacific is expected to report a, lo- a loss of up to $6.1 billion for 2021. Vicky Wong reports. Hong Kong's flag carrier said in a statement that while the loss is substantial, it compares favorably to the more than $21 billion loss recorded for 2020. The airline operator said the improvement was driven primarily by strong cargo demand and explained that the 2020 result included one-off items such as restructuring costs, which were significantly reduced in 2021. The group said passenger numbers were subdued due to strict quarantine requirements and travel restrictions, with more than 700,000 passengers flying last year, compared to 4.6 million in 2020. Cathay added they are still finalising their annual results, which will be published in full in March. A think tank has called on the government to streamline housing development procedures in a bid to shorten the queue for public housing. The Our Hong Kong Foundation says its proposals could help complete 120,000 flats within a few years. That would cut the average waiting time for public flats by two years to less than four. The think tank's top researcher for land and housing, Ryan Ip, says one way to speed things up is to cut repetitive public consultation exercises. Ordinarily, for a large-scale development, there are three rounds of public consultations, and it takes at least three years. And take the example of Hong Shui Q NDAs, it takes more than five years. The ideal way of doing this is to have one round of consultation, and that consultation has to be thorough, comprehensive, and large-scale enough. The head of the World Health Organization for Europe, Hans Kluge, has said the region could be moving toward the end of the pandemic once the current wave of Omicron has subsided. But not everybody in the organization agrees. The BBC's Danny Eberhardt has more. The Omicron variant continues to cause sharp surges in infections across much of Europe. But in some places, rates are dropping again. Hans Kluger sees a period of respite once this wave subsides, either because more people get vaccinated or because they'll have immunity post-infection. A senior WHO colleague of Hans Kluger is more cautious. Maria van Kerkhove told the BBC the pandemic would not end with Omicron, as the virus was still evolving and new variants could yet be more severe. Several thousand people have demonstrated in Washington, D.C. against what they described as the tyranny of COVID-19 vaccine mandates in the United States. They waved signs denouncing President Joe Biden and calling for freedom. Speaker after speaker took to the microphone in front of the white marble Lincoln Memorial to decry the rules which, like other COVID restrictions aimed at reigning in the disease, have become a deeply polarizing political issue. The U.S. State Department has said American citizens should not travel to Russia because of what it calls Moscow's plans for military action in Ukraine. It said the U.S. Embassy in Moscow would have limited ability to help Americans. The State Department also issued instructions for its staff in Ukraine, authoring the voluntary departure of U.S. direct hire employees and ordering family members of staff to leave the embassy in Kiev. The BBC's Nicholas Rocha reports. Washington has been trying to prevent a Russian military invasion of Ukraine by warning Moscow that it would pay a hefty price if it attacked its neighbor. It's also engaged in a flurry of diplomatic talks with Kremlin representatives. But Washington appears to fear its efforts could be in vain. Despite its pressure, Russia has not budged. Talks on the humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan have opened in Norway, with Taliban representatives meeting civil society groups and women's rights activists. 
The discussions are the first of their kind since the Taliban seized power in August. Maria Mordak is an Afghan women's rights activist who advised the ousted government. She says the Taliban need to work with civil society if they are to deliver basic government services. We have to take into consideration that the Taliban that are in Norway right now are the Taliban that have engaged with international communities. But the Taliban that are running the country in Afghanistan are Taliban who have very limited experience or exposure. Maybe a 5% to 10% of the Taliban are educated, but the rest of them are all foot soldiers and do not know how to run and operate a government. French fashion designer Terry Mugler has died at the age of 73. He became widely known for designs which drew on 1940s and 50s glamour. One of his best-known creations was the black dress worn by Demi Moore in the 1993 film Indecent Proposal. But his influence on popular culture doesn't stop there. The BBC's Ian Hampson takes us through his star-studded career. Lady Gaga, George Michael, David Bowie, Katy Perry and Rihanna are just some of the stars who have worn the designs of Mugler, who is known for his mix of post-war old-school Hollywood glamour, sharp tailoring and futuristic designs. He made a name for himself in the fashion industry during the 1980s and early 90s with his flamboyant couture and runways, as well as his fragrances, which are said to be popular with Diana Ross and Hillary Clinton. Despite retiring from his brand in 2003, Mugler worked on various projects, including acting as an artistic advisor to Beyonce and designing a very special look for Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala in 2019, which is inspired by Sophia Loren in the 1957 film Boy on a Dolphin. Mr. Mugler, he hasn't designed for the House of Terry Mugler in 20 years, so he had this vision of me as a California girl getting out of the ocean in, in L.A. or, you know, in Malibu and onto the red carpet. The further he stepped away from fashion, the more he moved away from his iconic name. He began to use his first name, Manfred, and took up extensive bodybuilding as a way of escaping a name which to him was just a label and a brand, and to the rest of the world, the definition of theatrical, forward-thinking designs. In financial news, a major British investment fund, Aviva Investors, says it will try to get directors removed from firms that fail to carry out environmental pledges. The BBC's Ramzan Karmali reports. Aviva Investors, which has over £260 billion worth of assets under management, set out its expectations in a letter that will be sent to 1,500 firms in 30 countries this week. It believes there is more that they should be doing to become more sustainable. It's been sending out an annual letter to companies it holds shares in since 2003 and previously had set goals on climate and executive pay. It now wants them to focus on biodiversity and human rights. The fund believes it has a loud and influential voice, but is concerned that not enough investors are using their influence to make businesses more sustainable. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,739. That's 225 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $69.8 billion. In currencies, the U.S. dollar will buy you 113.84 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 55 cents. In sports, in the NFL... Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are out of the NFL playoffs. The reigning Super Bowl champions lost a thriller to the Los Angeles Rams after Matt Gay kicked a field goal to end the game. It finished 30-27 to for L.A. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup 
caught nine passes, including a long throw from Matthew Stafford to set up the field goal. Stafford finished with 366 passing yards. 44-year-old Brady, whose record career Super Bowl titles remain at seven, passed for 329 yards in defeat. The Rams face the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Next to football's Africa Cup of Nations, where the three-time champions Nigeria have been eliminated. They were beaten 1-0 by Tunisia in the last 16. Burkina Faso beat Gabon in penalties and will face Tunisia in the quarterfinals. More from the BBC's John Bennett. Nigeria were the most impressive team in the group stage, but they're heading home after a resilient Tunisia side, heavily impacted by a COVID outbreak, kept them at bay. After a solid first half, Tunisia took the lead just after the break when captain Youssef Moussakni fired in from long range. Then any chance of a comeback was dented after Alex Iwobi was controversially sent off following a VAR check just five minutes after coming on as a sub. Sunday's other last 16 tie was full of end-to-end drama and it eventually went to penalties after brave 10-man Gabon had equalised in the 91st minute. Burkina Faso was second best in extra time, but they just about held their nerve in the shootout to win 7-6. In the English Premier League, Liverpool closed the gap on leaders Manchester City to nine points after a 3-1 win at Crystal Palace. First half goals from Vir- Virgil van Dijk and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain gave the visitors the advantage. Otson Eduard reduced the deficit before Liverpool sealed the win with a late penalty from Fabinho. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp was asked if the win was a turning point in the title race. No, but I was not good enough for that. We came through on one, on three wheels, if you want. So um, it's all fine. The distance is too far, too, too, too big to, to talk about it. But we don't have to. We just have to win football games. All the rest is on our hands. And we don't take it for granted that you win these games. And But we did. And um, in the end, with all possession and all the things, more chances, we deserved it to win it. But we made it a bit more exciting than necessary. We know that. We take that, we will work with that, and then we will see what, what will happen in the next few months. Arsenal missed the chance to go to the top four after they were held to a goalless draw at the Emirates by bottom side Burnley. Leicester City and Brighton finished one all. And take a look at the weather. Mainly cloudy, sunny periods in the afternoon, moderate east to northeasterly winds, fresh out offshore with one or two rain patches tonight. Outlook mainly cloudy with one or two rain patches in the next few days. Temperatures dropping significantly on Saturday night. Rather cool from Sunday to the Lunar New Year. And to finish up the news, let's take a look at the top stories once again. Hong Kong University professor Malik Paris says reigning in the Omicron variant of the coronavirus in the SAR is quite a challenge. A microbiologist says the Omicron variant can cause more serious complications and kill more vulnerable people than the common cold. And the police have urged people not to visit the popular and crowded Mongkok flower market. And that's the news from RTHK. The 14th five-year plan enhances Hong Kong as a regional intellectual property trading hub. Hong Kong has a sound legal system, top professional services, and robust intellectual property protection, bringing business opportunities to all. The Intellectual Property Department offers the IP Manager Scheme Plus with professional training courses and provides a free intellectual property consultation service. For details, visit ip.gov.hk. Get ahead in the new era of the knowledge economy. Given the volatility of the pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop over time after receiving a vaccine. Getting the third jab gives extra protection to guard against the virus. 
Most importantly, it reduces the risks of severe disease and death. The mutant strains are highly contagious. Get the first and second doses soon if you haven't done so, and receive the third one on time to protect yourself and those around you. Enhance protection. Get all three doses. Started, my dreams are broken hearted, and I want you, baby. We'll never be the same, cause you played those sitting games, and yet I want you, girl. They say we were an item, my thoughts I try and hide them, did I need you? Uh-huh. But when we get down to it, I just love one way you do it, and I love you. Uh, love can't turn around. Hear me, girl, I wonder, do you hear me? Cause I love 